You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. Welcome back to the Resilient Humans Podcast. <laughs> that was emphatic. Yes. Welcome back, everyone. It's 2023. I was, I was left speechless. <laughs> you're just, I, was like, I think you're, I was like, does she think I'm going to say more words now? I, I felt like I should, I should come in with something, but you know, I, I just wasn't at your energy level there. <laughs> Woo. All right. We're in. We're in. We're in now. Welcome. Uh, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. It was good, a good one New so Year. far. Yes. Yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like <clears throat> my energy has shifted and I know New Year's resolutions or resolutionists uh, often get shit on. Hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, people make resolutions mm-hmm. and then like, what is it? January 12th or 14th, they call it quitters day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like right. It's, that's usually when 90% of the resolutions that you made are gone. Like you're just done with them at that point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What are we now? We're recording. We're it's recor- old yeah. Christmas day. There you go. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping know. the novelty hasn't worn off some of those resolutions yet, but we'll see. It's funny. So mine's not really a, a resolution. It's more of a, um, it's been like a, a almost like a paradigm shift, which is kind of neat. It's like a mindset shift. Tell us happened. more. Oh, it's this course that I'm taking, the Enlifted program. And uh, the work that we're doing, and I'm planning on having the creator of that program on this podcast. Ooh. So we had, a, we had our session on, we do Wednesday nights. It's a two-hour call with a, it's a small group. There's 10 of us in the group. And it's all story work stuff. And it's about getting the shit talking stories out of your head. 99.9% of people don't write it down. Mm. And it, it just, you know, sifts and snowballs and and mm. rolls around in your brain and, and it never really materializes. And that can cause a lot of stress, anxiety, worry, uh, the whole gamut of negative emotions. Sure. Right. Sure. So once we've, we've been playing around with this story work stuff and like I said, it was like a paradigm shift. It was like, shit, I am holding me back. I am the problem. But if I am the problem, I am also the solution. Really? It's. Boy, that sounds simple, but also kind of mind blowing at the same time. I've seen some of this work that you've done and, mm. and how it's sort of changed the way that you, you know, think about things right away. And I look like we've, we played around with this at the gym. Like you see it all the time. We call yeah. people out that say like, I can't do whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let's think of another word that you could say, because as soon as you say you can't, you've put up a, a wall and that's it. There's no, there's nothing after that. It's like, yeah, you can't. Perfect. That's it. You're done. Right. Or is there a possibility? 
or if you do XYZ, could it result in you being closer to doing that? Well, probably. Well, not probably. The answer is yes. You Mm -hmm. will be closer, right? Um, And we we have a sign up at the gym. I don't uh, have to work out. I I get get to work work out. out. So I've been playing with words, I guess, since starting the gym. Like I, we've, we've had these sayings and these ideas around. Mm-hmm. Now it's a system though. And I've been using this system with some of my clients and it's been, uh, fun and fascinating. I'll say that. Yeah. Fun and fascinating. Yeah. I have found some of the activities that you've shared with me fun and fascinating as well. Yeah. And so those are just language games. We're just, we're playing with people's language and the first step is writing it down. We have to write it down and we call that drafting. We're drafting it out and then we can take the steps um, after that to kind of change words, what we call it, translate the words mm-hmm. uh, into things that are more powerful and uh, action oriented. How often do you think people challenge the voice inside their head or or even write it down? Here's, I don't down. think I've never written next, it down. Next to no one writes no. that shit down. No. Especially the shit talking stuff. Oftentimes, like, and it's more common now, but people will write out the things that they're grateful for, which is great. 100% recommend that. But it's the other side of it too. What, What's giving you the problems? What's, what's that shit talker in your head saying? Mm-hmm. Write that down. And then you can choose to associate with it or not. Yeah. But unless and writing it down is the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Um, but the changing of the words as you go along makes it lighter and lighter. I really have really enjoyed those games. I'm really looking forward to the to having Mark on and and chatting about that because I've I've that's how I kind of got into that program was I was listening to him on other people's podcasts. And then I started listening to their podcast, the Enlifted podcast, which is amazing. Um, and now it's, I can, I, I can see how it is extremely valuable, not only to the participants. And he, he told us that at the start, he goes, this is as much, you know, helping you become a better coach as it is you going on a professional and personal journey. And I didn't believe it a hundred percent at the start. And I actually said that it was uh, not last uh, call we had, but the one before uh, he was asking for basically like feedback, like what's uh, something that you've learned so far that or the most powerful moment so far. And it's uh, they call themselves the language and breathing people. And I was really do- like all in for the language stuff. Cause that really fascinates me. And I was like, the breathing stuff, nah, whatever. I'm sure there's some neat things in it, but it's not going to be like life changing or anything. And it's been the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> the breathing stuff has had the the most impact on me personally, which really? is crazy. Because of the space it gives you in between your thoughts. So that's a funny. It's a funny thing that you say that the mm. what you said space. Mm. That is the word that I used to describe it was space. And there was one other word. Time. Clarity. Clarity. Yeah. Yeah. 
when yeah. you breathe, you take you, a breath before you say something. It's more before likely, you react, right? Before it's you more react likely anything. to come out what you want it to be, or as as it's intended. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the example that I gave, which was also powerful, was when my daughter was freaking out over some thing, whatever it was, <laughs> and my first response was to take a deep breath. And it changed the way I responded. I didn't respond in yelling and anger and, you know, how I would typically respond. Mm -hmm. uh, I responded in more of a calm, cool, and collected. Yes. Uh, it's it was crazy. Number was crazy. one thing a parent can do. Like it sticks out in my mind. Like it's, <laughs> it's crazy. And I notice people now when they take deep breaths and their next response, like what, what they do right after that. Mm -hmm. I think we did one of the word games mm -hmm. and you took a really deep breath before that. Mm -hmm. And I, I brought it up. I, I commented said, on it. I noticed that. Mm -hmm. Why did you do that? Do you remember what that was about? Oh dear. Um, we played a couple of games that day. I think it was just re, uh, we reworded I, one we of those something and then shit talking to, sentences. And then say it back and then say it back, taking a deep breath in between the things. And the way that I said the things were calmer, I remember, um, but also, uh, like you say, clear. I, I knew what I was going to say and it made sense. And it was, it was able to be formulated in a thoughtful way. Yeah. And I chose the language. Like I'm, <laughs> I can be, or, you know, can be talkative and known for just going off at the mouth a little bit, especially in uh, an emotional state or, you know, like you when de dealing with children. Um, but I get myself in trouble that way when I don't think before I speak or take a deep breath and then the words that I choose um, are just not quite getting the message across in the proper way. It can often come out more negative too. It, that, the way it comes out mm -hmm. is, I would argue, more important than what actually comes out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You could say the yep. same thing, but in a... Like we, we played that game, the up talk and the, the down talk, yeah. right? It, it literally changes the way that that sentence comes out. Um, let's, let's just do a quick little uh, up talk one now. So say, um, you know, do you remember what the, the example was that you had? It was a... I'll go get it. <laughs> I have it. It's right outside the door. Okay, get it. Okay, get I'm it, getting it. Get it. All right. So we, I've had Ingrid in the office a few times and we've, we've been, I've been practicing. So I need practice playing these word games as part of the course. And so, uh, her and a few others, uh, some of my clients have been my guinea pigs. Three sentences on the bottom. Right. So right. The, these are the ones that I had her, she wrote them out. You say them. They're okay. Your, they're your sentences. Okay. You, you had me it. write these down. Yeah. Are we going to go with the original versions? Yes. Okay. They are in my way. She needs to respect me more. 
He's wasting my time. And so I asked her, when you say those, how does that make you feel? Uh, and she responded like, eh. Yeah, they seem negative. Um, it seems self-centered to me because everything is sort of um, blaming others. Um, yeah, more of a outward facing than, than an introspective. Right. So we changed all the... Um, that direct Pronoun. that direct language that's away into more in uh, internal language. So we just changed the start. So we changed the they, she, and he to eyes. So reread the sentence with eyes instead. I am in my way. I need to respect me more. I'm wasting my time. And how does that make you feel when you say that? Uh, like there is more possibility for change. Um, like it's probably been thought out a little bit more. Take away probably. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Um, but yes, definitely more of a sense of possibility for change. Yeah. Yeah. Because who do you have control over? Just me. That's it. Yep. I, I had, um a chat with a client just right before here. Um, and we talked about total behavior and that concept comes from choice theory, which I see a lot of similarities in the enlifted method, um, choice theory and even stoicism and the concept of total behavior. There's only four things that we have control over with regards to ourselves. And that is what we say, what we think, how we feel and our physiology. The two that we have direct control over is what we say and what we think. We cannot control what other people say, nor can we control what other people think. And so why do we put so much value in that? We, We waste so much time in trying to force or change or alter what other people say and think. Mm -hmm. You don't have shit control over any of that. No. Only control yourself what you say and what you think and then i often get i guess uh questions or pushback Mm -hmm. on feelings well how do you control your feelings you control how you react to your feelings to me i think emotions are almost uncontrollable (laughs) i'll I'll give you a an exact example this is Mm -hmm. so raw Mm -hmm. what's the scariest movie you've ever seen i don't know (laughs) um i don't know go with a classic the exorcist okay yeah (laughs) what time of day did you watch it nighttime Mm, it's weird so it was dark oh yeah okay uh were you like curled up on a on a couch maybe with like blankets and coming up something right up to my face face there Yeah, yeah yeah probably so you were primed to feel certain emotions and have certain responses to that movie based on your environment. And you know what? For me personally, even more based on the music in the movie. Mm -hmm. Now, (laughs) let's watch that same movie Mm -hmm. while we're having breakfast. Right, in the daylight with the sun streaming in the window. Will you have the same responses? I don't think so. No, you won't. I guarantee you will not. I've actually turned off 
movies or TV shows that I felt disturbing watching them alone at night and then be completely okay to watch them alone in the daytime. So you, it's the exact same stimulus. Mm -hmm. The movie did not change. No. But you can change the feelings that you have and your physiology. Your posture is going to be different when you're watching it in the daytime versus at the nighttime. Yeah. That's how you can change those. Mm -hmm. Another example, let's say you um, bang your knee off of the ottoman or something, right? Are you going to say that silly thing? Yeah. Are you going to say goody, goody gumdrops? That's the word. <laughs> if you respond to that by saying something different, you will change the physiological response that you have to pain. Yeah. That's how you have control over those four components. What you say, what you think, how you feel, and your physiology. Mm -hmm. Well, if you watch that scary movie with someone who's prone to, you know, giggling when they're afraid, that's going to change things for you, right? Like yeah. your the environment itself. Around. Yeah, absolutely. That's actually our homework for this week. We have to watch a scary movie um, during the daytime. The daytime. <laughs> I picked. Uh, so I said the scariest movie that I ever seen was um, Pet Cemetery. Can't think of any. Oh yeah, Stephen <sighs> King. Yeah, yeah. It's like. It's so gross. I can't, I can't even think about it. Anyway, uh, he gave, he gave some examples that we could also watch and I really don't want to go back to that pet cemetery. So, um, I'm doing midsummer. Apparently it's like a, I think it's from 2019, but apparently it's pretty, uh, Oh, you really, horrific, I guess. Pet so. cemetery is so bad. You won't go back there in the daytime. I nah. don't you think. Nope. You should? No. Nope. It's it's the pets. I can't can't deal with that. Don't, okay. Sorry. Okay. I don't want to deal with that. I, or I will not deal with that. I am choosing not to. There you go. Anyway. Okay. All right. Maybe, that, maybe after I watch this one in the daytime, I'll see what my response is. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's our homework. So Cool. So this is completely... Um, this isn't what we were going to talk about when we sat down. Not what we were talking down. about at all. At all. We had a completely different uh, topic at hand, but I think this has been a great conversation. Absolutely. Well, they all are. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Are we going to give our listeners any homework? Yeah. So we can do the, um, let's do the soft talk challenge. Um, I really like this. So there's some key words that I want you to write down and I want you to write them down in bigger than you would normally write. Like just not like your regular handwriting, like write it big, write it with your left hand, write them all in different colors, however you want it to be different because that's going to change how you see them. It's going to make it different. So the words are kind of, maybe, try, probably, I guess, sort of, could, possibly, might, hope, one day, and there's a few others that you might be able to toss in there. Um, but those are the main soft talk words. And if you can identify those in what you say, and what you say is not just what you say out of your mouth, but also what you type or text, um, and how you think or what you think, you're going to notice a difference. So the soft talk stuff basically eliminates uh, confusion, um, ambiguity, it's, it, 
removes all of that and it makes it more solid. And that's the opposite of soft talk is solid talk. I will, I can. You're talking about what is, what was, and what, what could be or what can be. And so we're removing those soft talk words or trying to reduce the amount that we use in our daily language. And you will notice a change in your life. It's going to create more action. That's the cool part. Wow. Soft talk challenge. Love it. Cool. All right. That's your homework, guys. We'll talk to you next time. See you later. See ya. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe and I'll see you next time.